Hi, it's episode 38. Hi, this is Jody Howe, and welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast. I just want to share hope from God's Word, offering practical tips that are tried and true that I use each and every day from what I believe will reduce your anxiety and mental storms so you can live with peace and joy, even when those storms are everywhere and sometimes unavoidable. I love to bring fun, heart, humor, and truth to this platform to engage and inspire. And sometimes I'm going to bring on a guest or two. So are you breathing a new air, the air of faith, hope, and love? Are you making intentional decisions to strengthen your spirit, your soul, and your body? Well, I'm here to encourage you that each day is a new day of hope. And with that, we can learn to live with peace in the mental storms. Hello, all. I'm so glad to be back. I kind of took a little hiatus, but I was doing some amazing things that I want to share with you. I recently came back from an incredible trip to Dallas, Texas, and y'all, I flew. I flew and I did it and it was good. I'm not going to say great because it's not my favorite thing to do, but it was good because I'll keep saying this, but if you have not had a chance to go back and listen to my episode on fear of flying with my pilot friend, Rich, I so strongly suggest you do that because y'all, it helped me, me a lot. And I know it will help you because on the trip, Raleigh, North Carolina to Dallas, it was delayed like four hours and I ended up missing a, a fun dinner with some friends. I was so bummed. But it, you know, it was bringing on a little anxiety because I had already gotten mentally prepared that the flight's going to take off at the right time and all of that. Well, it wasn't and it didn't, but I was good. And I'm going to tell you, it was due to bad weather and it was a rocky flight. But you know what I kept telling myself? Bumps in the road, bumps in the road. And it helped. It helped a lot. The, the wisdom that I got from talking to a pilot really helped me. And when I landed in Dallas and I got to the hotel, it was exciting to run into some friends, got a good night's sleep. The next day, it was just fun after fellowship, after learning, after just Jesus breathed divine connections the whole week. I, the Lord was there and it was amazing. And with that are some exciting things that I'm actually going to be working on going forward alongside this podcast. One of them is my new speaking career, which I'm so excited about. So if anyone who's listening to this knows that my message, which of course is pretty much my podcast, speaking to the mental storms and how we can live an abundant life with Christ amidst the anxiety and mental struggles that life gives us, I got a great message for that. So you can always find me on my website, which is jodyhow.com. So yeah, so it was a great trip, had an amazing time, needed a little downtime, but I am back with episode 38. Very excited about it. And again, it's just words of wisdom. But y'all, I got some amazing guests coming on my show, which I'm very excited about. So keep being tuned in because what I like to do is just take my message and incorporate it with men and women that just have additional important messages where we can just start to live freely in our minds and live in the word, like learning more about God, learning more about how we can, you know, apply practical tips of all kinds to our worlds alongside of having 
good, healthy spirit, soul, and body. So some exciting things happening. And I'm uh, blessed and honored to have been the guest on a few podcasts lately. So those will be coming out and I will always fill you in through social media or my website. So, and it's interesting because this latest interview that I was being interviewed on a podcast, I've gotten this question a lot, which is why did you name your podcast ministry, The Air That I Breathe? Well, I first got the title from Michael W. Smith's song, Breathe. Actually, the first lyric is, this is the air I breathe. And I had heard it a few years ago, and it was so inspiring to me because when you're dealing with anxiety, you become cognizant of your breathing or lack thereof. I mean, when you're having a panic attack and high anxiety episodes, you can tend to experience shortness of breath. And that is really scary. Believe me, I have been there. Of course, to mention that I'm a singer, and the first thing I learned in my teenage years was how to breathe correctly. And then off to college, I was blessed to have a music teacher, in college teacher, who taught me the absolute best way to breathe. And that's where my voice went from being good to, well, really good. So needless to say, I'm very in tuned to breathing well. And one of the best ways, along with prayer, to bring yourself down from a panic attack or just dealing with general anxiety is simply breathing. And you know that it's an incredible practice in a lot of ways to meditate. Uh, Yoga and Pilates and all kinds of awesome meditation practices, they focus directly on breathing. So I'm going to give you a little breathing tutorial. I've done this on my podcast before, but I'll do it again because I think it's always really, really helpful. The best way to breathe is in through your nose, down past your lungs, past your chest, into your diaphragm, expanding it like it's a balloon, and then exhaling. And some people find five seconds in and five seconds out is a great way to concentrate on breathing. As a singer, if you do this for a few seconds in and you strengthen this muscle memory, you have now learned how to breathe for singing. And yes, you are welcome. But keep in mind, there is a lot more to singing than just breathing. But the spiritual side of this was probably the most poignant of why I came up with this title. Because when you inhale with a spiritual like breathing, breathing that is directly connected to the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the spirit begin to flourish in your heart. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. You then begin to exhale that toxicity, the pain, the hurt, the fear, the disappointment, the world. And of course, there's so much more to building a personal relationship with Jesus, a walk that reaps those fruits. It's a commitment. It's a daily exercise. It's being reborn each and every day. You know, during my early walk in faith, I started to recognize how toxic the world is. In other words, my anxiety is a medical issue, but a lot of it was instigated by external sources. And my inability to recognize those emotions that I experienced, that in a lot of ways are normal human reactions. Still, they needed to be used as data, channeled, evaluated, if you will, firstly, before I respond in life. 
Friends, I have found it unsustainable to react on emotions first. Emotions are there. They are real. They are necessary. They are part of our human makeup. But they don't always serve us well. So any emotion that you feel, it's okay. But try to internalize it and look at it in ways that it could be a way to help you, but it could also be a way to harm you. And additionally, as I started to do this self-realization of anxiety and emotions and the toxicity in the world, I began to discover that this world is teaching society how to be anxious. This world is teaching society how to be depressed. You know, I grew up in a time where, although mental illness was real, it wasn't manifested as an everybody has it crutch to live a good or bad life kind of ailment. It was medical. We didn't walk around talking about all the people dealing with anxiety and depression like we do today. Now, friends, under no circumstances am I suggesting that people actually don't have anxiety and depression. It is real and it is painful. But contrary to it being a medical condition or a behavioral issue, I have seen and I continue to see it hold back young people as a crutch to them getting out, living in the world, and living their best life. And of course, that applies to adults as well. And if you've listened to this podcast, you can see that I have suggested for dozens of episodes that if we find ourselves anxious, what are we doing about it? I would like to suggest these thoughts. Are you being intentional about healing your anxiety? Are you owning that anxiety is a part of your makeup, but it doesn't define you. If you have dreams and desires that you so badly want to achieve, like incredible things that we could do to benefit this earth, our worlds, our faith, human existence, have those been laid on your heart, but you find that because of your anxiety, it's what holds you back? Are you realizing that ultimately it's not the anxiety? It's you. Eek. I know that was hard. I'm going to say that one again. It's not your anxiety that's holding you back. It's you being intentional, taking the practical tips, the measures, seeing a physician, dealing with that medical illness, and then ultimately building that relationship with God who is going to give you the peace that he so promises for us to live in. Because peace is not the absence of problems. It's the presence of God. You know, a dramatic change in your struggle can sometimes just be a simple shift in perspective. And I would argue worldview. If you're living with constant anxiety, misery, fear, hatred, anger, You are living for this world. And if I can be so bold, you are really not living. Just like when you're having a panic attack, if you focus on breathing, you can turn that panic into peace. And as always, I will always include and suggest 
and preach tremendous prayer is necessary. Lots and lots of prayer. Why? Because prayer is the bridge between panic and peace. Look, the air that Jody breathes is not always perfect and clean because I'm human and I'm a sinner and I will fall short of the glory of God. But I can honestly say it's consistent, it's strong, it's powerful. And for all intents and purposes, it's because of God. So, you know, if this kind of thinking intrigues you, please go backwards in some of my podcasts and listen to them. It's my labor of love. It's a growth project, but it is what God has laid on my heart to help you because it has helped me. And remember this, friends, ask God to bless what you should be doing about your mental struggles. Because although I can give you practical tips that are tried and true, I am just a vessel to God. I want the words to really ring true from him into your heart to take those next steps into a spiritual freedom and, of course, an emotional freedom as well. Because you know what? I get it. We lean on the flesh, the world. And I will say this, there's a lot of good information out there with a lot of helpful people. But at the end of the day, we are broken and cannot ultimately nor divinely help anyone or any situation concern the way our Lord Jesus Christ can. And it's okay if you've been living for people in a way that you've lost a part of yourself because today is always a new day and with that, new hope. And most especially remember this. Human beings are works in progress, yet mistakenly think they are finished. So, you know, go back and listen to some awesome episodes that I've shared my heart and offered some ideas and thoughts that when placed in front of the Lord, they help. They are game changers. And I'm going to tell you, if you listen to a few of my earlier episodes, I'm, I'm not really proud of the production value, but that was just little old me starting small and doing the best I can. But you know what? The words still ring very true. And if you're struggling with those mental storms of life, you have to respect the vessel that God gave you and you are supposed to honor it and take care of it and ultimately offer it as a worship to him. And that, my friends, is where the living begins. And I just want to close with this thought. If you know how to worry, then you already know how to meditate. You just need to switch your attention from your problems to Bible verses. Because the more you meditate on God's word, the less you will have to worry about. God tells us in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, My grace is sufficient for you today. My power is made perfect in your weakness. So I want you to meditate on that. Father God, thank you so much for just being present, for giving many opportunities to take control of our bodies and do the things necessary so we can have that spiritual and emotional healing. Because I don't want to walk in fear anymore. 
although my anxiety can come back and forth and those scary thoughts they are they are overwhelming I ask that today and always you take over my mind and erase the doubt that is not coming from you that is coming from the world and the enemy please erase that doubt and remind me how perfectly capable you are of healing me from this pain Lord I so badly want a peaceful mind and a heart a heart like yours so I can stay focused on you and your will for my life I lift this all up in the beautiful name of Jesus Christ Amen I love you thank you for your time keep listening follow me on social media I'm on Facebook I'm on Instagram check out my website jodyhow.com and remember peace is not the absence of problems but it is the presence of God.